What is up, Conscious Monkeys? Welcome back to another episode of Traveling to Consciousness. As always, did you guess it? I'm your host, Clay Terry. Today's episode, we got a lot that we're breaking down for you today. Uh, we're talking about some housekeeping stuff. So I'm going to be talking about uh, why this podcast came a little bit late today. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl yesterday. We're going to be talking about national holidays. And we're going to dive very deeply, maybe more deep, maybe not very deep, just a little bit deeper into the present moment and cleaning and how and talk about why cleaning is such a spiritual and important task. We're also going to get into why I'm talking about the present moment so much. So stick around for that. But first... Traveling to Consciousness, exploring spiritual journeys to find answers in uncertainty. The housekeeping. Why is this podcast coming and releasing at like 11 o'clock? A couple reasons. The first one is... I don't know. <laughs> First one is, is that I realized that I think I, I want to give myself this time in the morning to release these podcasts, right? So I'm recording that this this morning. So to be more responsive, right? You'll be more uh, connected, more aligned with what I'm talking about. So that it's not me recording these a couple days in the future or the night before. Because I'm sure it can resonate a little bit differently. I don't know why, but the energy just feels like it's going to work that way. So... Moving forward, prepare for these podcasts to be coming out at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as opposed to the 7 a.m. Um, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to mention that so you knew what was coming forward. But let's move on to what happened last night, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was great. It was pretty solid. I fell asleep kind of in the middle of it. Woke up uh, in overtime. So I saw all the, the highlights. And... Uh, yeah, it was a very, there's probably a lot that could be said here. I'm still trying to digest a lot that I'm thinking of. But I think the uh, number one thing that really stuck out to me was what I noticed happening this morning. The one thing that at least I can talk a little bit more into, which is this call for the day after the Super Bowl to be a national holiday. I think that that's fascinating on many levels many many levels it's fascinating it's fascinating that the suggestion has been made to move the super bowl to saturday but no we can't do that the super bowl has to be played on a sunday it's just american way right I found it fascinating how people just take off work the next day, right? Most people say they're not going to be productive. Well, maybe not even most people, but like a high percentage, what was it, like 30%? Say they're not going to be productive. Say that they'll be less productive, that they'll call in sick, stuff like this. So I think it just, it really highlights, I guess, the power that the Super Bowl has in today's society. But... What really kind of got me going even more was this idea of catering to an entertainment thing. 
like warping our national policy, if you will, towards a entertainment, right? Towards anything entertainment. And don't get me wrong, I'm open to this idea. I think it's a very interesting idea. But what gets me is that we don't have election day as a national holiday, which to me seems like that should be the number one national holiday that we should have. Because why not? Election day seems like that would be the most important day, you know? We're a free society, and air quotes. We're a free society. We all should have the right to vote. And yet, it feels to me that there's more... And maybe it's just the time. It could be just the time, right? Like, we're just after the Super Bowl. People are thinking about it. Is that this... But it seems to me also after the election or during the election or before the election, no one really calls for an election day to be a national holiday. So I haven't really done a whole bunch of research as to why that's the case, but something definitely feels off there. Should that not be a higher priority of becoming a national holiday? Something seems off there. So I really just kind of wanted to put that out there. I know that's not really what we normally talk about on this uh, broadcast, this uh, transmission, but I wanted to put that out there that I'm very much in favor of Election Day being a national holiday before the the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, even think about that from a, from a uh, what do you want to call it, like a PR perspective of, the, of America. <laughs> the day after the Super Bowl is now a holiday. Oh, wait, you guys still don't have election day as a holiday? That's kind of crazy to me. But being present, let's move on. Let's move on to what's even more important. Honestly, I mean, more important. You'll see why it's more important because it is almost the foundation. It is the foundation for creating that type of change. So being present, focusing on the present mode, moment, right? We've talked about this a lot. I know you've heard it a lot, but let me hopefully break it down from a different perspective so that it can aid you in becoming more calm. That's going to be the goal of this. Because the more calm that you can become, the more power you truly have. That's truly where power lies, is the calmness. How calm can you be? So I want you to take inventory real quick of maybe a time when You've seen somebody angry about something, upset about something, and you thought to yourself along the lines of like, oh, how childish or how could you be up this upset about it? How you could be this frustrated? How could you have this emotion? And I bring this up because I offer the perspective and I know this is kind of like a charged politically word, but like that, that calmness and being present is a spectrum. There are levels and layers to becoming more or less calm or more or less present. The way this can look, not that it always looks this way, but the way that this can look is certain things. making you more or less upset as time goes on. 
So, you know, you have that person who gets all upset about something that doesn't really matter, right? You see it and you don't really matter. You go home, you have your, you do your routine, but then maybe someone else could be looking at your routine. Excuse me. Someone else could be looking at your routine and realizing that you're not as calm as you could be. See, I noticed this myself whenever I noticed uh, a friend of mine, someone close to me, was fidgeting. I saw them fidgeting and I commented and said, hey, 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 relax. You're you're getting worked up about something. And they were like, oh, I thought I was really calm. And I laughed because I was like, your, your body language is displaying the exact opposite. But what this had me realize is that there's a spectrum here with being calm. And it really made me think, how am, how could I become more calm, become more centered, become more relaxed, be more present? So I offer this perspective of saying that at some level, we all, myself including, can become more calm. So I just offer that as a perspective because the more calm you can be, the more present you'll fall in love or you'll connect with the present moment. And so I think this leads into maybe like, what's a task? What's something that you could physically do to become more present or to practice becoming more present? And I got this task, this idea from my guru. And quite frankly, I actually am going to try to see if I can focus on it right after I'm done recording this podcast, which is cleaning, cleaning your house, cleaning your room, cleaning anything. And what he suggests is to become very focused on every little detail. Now, why? What effect does this actually have in the real world? Well, quite frankly, it's actually a lot after he broke it down. But let's look at it this way. Your subconscious mind... And it's, it's deeper than your subconscious, right? It's, it technically goes down to a quantum level, right? So imagine the room you're in, maybe you're in a car, maybe you're in a, uh, an ice box. I don't know what you're in. I don't know how you listen to my podcast, <laughs> but every element around you, or at least the room has a quantum field. You move into a different room. You're in a new quantum. And like, this is like everything, like it's a different universe that you walk into when you move into a different room, completely hundred percent different universe. So in the quantum that you're currently in the room that you're currently in, it has its own government. It has its own solar system. It has its own people, energies, motivations, spirits, you name it, it has it all unique to that specific room. So because of this, all of those influences influence your own quantum, right? Because you have all that within you as well. Your whole body is its own quantum as well. That's uh, try not to get too deep on this, but just try to keep it high level. It's not high level at all. It's actually very low level. 
So you walk into a room, your body immediately starts interacting with those quantums subconsciously without your awareness, even deeper than subconscious, physically, technically. And so by cleaning, getting as present as you can with the process of cleaning every little thing in a room, you're connecting to that quantum field. And you can even imagine this. You can imagine that you're moving around like solar systems. Actually, that can be kind of fun. Imagine you're moving around. It's not your phone or it's not cables. It's not paper. It's not blankets. You're moving around a, a solar system. And you want to make it as beautiful as possible. Because then if you make the quantums around you as beautiful as possible, your physical quantum, your body quantum, will become as beautiful as possible. And here's the crazy thing is that you sit here and you think, oh, this is such small work, right? There's paper that's been sitting on my desk for the last month. Think about how many times you've thought to yourself, I should clean that up. I should move that paper. This little poke in your mind is what's preventing you from becoming even more calm, even deeper in the present moment. Because it exists. You know what you need to do. You keep telling yourself you need to do it. But if you don't do it, it's going to keep sitting there. It's going to keep agitating you. It's going to keep festering. And that festering is going to prevent you from becoming more calm. So it may seem very small. But it has such a huge reaction to everything. So with that being said, I'm looking around at my place right now and I definitely need to clean up some things. So I hope you guys all enjoyed this. Please share this with someone else if you did. And if you don't have someone else to share, I completely understand this, these kinds of topics are wild. Please leave a five-star review. And if you don't do any of those, then we're going to have a very interesting talk whenever we see each other in the sixth dimension. <laughs>